Welcome to Wellness with Sinelia. I'm Sinelia Lewis, your health and wellness coach. I guide, mentor, empower. Greeting my brothers and sisters once again. Thank you for listening to Wellness with Sinelia podcast. This podcast is about reading books that will inspire you, empower your mental attitude connection with yourself and the spirit that is in you. I believe wellness is the connection to the God within, knowing that he can do the impossible through you, in you, with you. So dream big, plan big, and expect to reap your harvest. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to Wellness with Sinelia. Today, my spirit told me to read the book of Revelation to all Christians and un-Christians. We know as we heading to the holy time, I call it the holy time, right? Because uh, Friday is the first and uh, we're heading to Easter Sunday. Uh, let's get started. I'm starting, um, uh, my fasting started on Friday the 1st, and it will be finished on the 15th. Uh, so this is the book that uh, God put in my heart to read while I'm fasting. With tiny wrinkle in Christ, he entered the world and rubbed in strip of Claude, took his first nap on a bed of straw, subject to time and to parents. He grew to manhood in Roman-occupied Palestine, his gentle hands becoming strong and calloused in Joseph's woodworking shop. As a man, he walked through the countryside in city, touching individuals, preaching to crowds, and training 12 men to carry on his work. At every step, he was wounded by those seeking to read the world of his influence. Finally, falsely accused and tried, he was condemned to a disgraceful execution by foreign hands. And he died, spat upon, cursed, pierced by nails, and hung heavenward. For all to deride, Jesus, the God-man, gave his life completely so that all might live. At God's appointed time, the risen and ascended Lord Jesus will burst into the world's sin. Then everyone will know that Jesus is Lord of the universe. Those who love him will rejoice, greeting their Savior, with heart overflowing into songs of praise. But his enemies will be filled with fear. Allied with Satan, the enemies of Christ will marshal their religions against Christ and his armies. But who can withstand God's wrath? Christ will win the battle and reign victorious forever. Jesus, the humble sufferings of it, is also the powerful, conquering kings and judge. 
Revelation is a book of hope. John, the beloved apostle, an eyewitness of Jesus, proclaimed that the victorious Lord will surely return to vindicate the righteous and judge the wicked. But Revelation is also a book of warning. Things were not as they should have been in the book of in the church. So Christ called the members to commit themselves to live in righteousness. Although Jesus gave the revelation of himself to John nearly 2,000 years ago, it still stands as a comfort and challenge to God's people today. We can take heart as we understand John's vision of hope. Christ will return to rescue his people and settle account with all who defy him. John began this book by explaining how he conceived this revelation from God. He then records specific messages from Jesus to the seven churches in Asia. Suddenly, the scenes shift as a mosaic of dramatic and majestic images burst into view before John's eyes. This series of vision portraits the future rise of evil, culminating in the Antichrist, that follows, then follows John's recounting of the triumph of the king over all kings, the wedding of the Lamb, the final judgment, and the coming of the New Jerusalem. Je Revelation concludes with the promise of Christ soon return, and John breathed a prayer that has been echoed by Christians through the centuries. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. As you read this book, as you listen to the book of Revelation, marvel with John at the wondrous panorama of God's revealed plan. Listen as Christ warned the churches and root out any sin that blocks your relationship with him. Be full of hope knowing that God is in control. Christ's victory is assured and all who trust him will be saved. The vision John received opens with instruction for him to write to seven churches. He both command them for their strength and warns them about their flaws. Each letter was directed to a church then in existence, but also speaks to conditions in the church throughout history. Both in the church and in our individual lives, we must constantly fight against the temptation to become loveless, immoral, lenient, uh, compromising, lifeless, or casual about our faith. The letters make it clear how our Lord feels about those qualities. This revelation is both a warning to Christians who have grown apathetic and an encouragement to those who are faithfully enduring the struggle in this world. 
it it reassures us that good will triumph over evil, gives us hope as we face difficult times, and gives guidance when we are wearing in our faith. Christ's message to the church is a message of hope for all believers in every generation. God is sovereign. He is greater than any power in the universe. God is not to be compared with any leader, government, or religion. He controls history for the purpose of uniting true believers in loving fellowship with him. Christ came to earth as a lamb, the symbol of his perfect sacrifice for our sin. He will return as the triumphant lion, the rightful ruler and conqueror. He will defeat Satan, settle accounts with all those who reject him and bring his faithful people into eternity. John wrote to encourage the church to resist the demands to worship the Roman emperor. He wants all God's faithful people to be devoted only to Christ. Revelation identifies who be faithful people are and what they should be doing until Christ returns. One day, God's anger towards sin will be fully and completely unleashed. Satan will be defeated with all of his agents. False religions will be destroyed. God will reward the faithful with eternal life. But all who refuse to believe in him will face eternal punishment. The hope we have is one day God will create a new heaven and a new earth. All believers will live with him forever in perfect peace and security. Those who have already died will be raised to life. Those promises for the future bring us hope. Important? Thought Satan's power may temporarily increase. We are not to be led astray. God is all-powerful. He is in control. He will bring his true family safely into eternal life. Because he cares for us, we can trust him with our very life. Assuring of Christ's return gives suffering Christians the strength to endure. We can look forward to his return as king and judge. Since no one knows the time when he will appear, we must be ready at all times by keeping our faith strong. You can take your place in the rank of God's faithful people by believing in Christ. Victory is sure for those who resist temptation and make loyalty to Christ their top priority. 
evil and injustice will not prevail forever. God's final judgment will put an end to those. We need to be certain of our commitment to Jesus if we want to escape this great final judgment. No one who rejects Christ will escape God's punishment. Our great hope is that what Christ promises will come true. When we have confidence in our final destination, we can follow Christ with unwearing dedication no matter what we must face. We can be encouraged by hoping in Christ's return. Revelation 1 The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servant what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Greeting and doxology. John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the king of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sin by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eyes will see him, even those who pierce him, and all the people of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. One like his son of man, I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient Andrews, that are our sins in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. One day, Lord's Day, I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Simona, Pergamum, Tertira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. 
And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing water. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet. As thou dead, then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the key of that and heads. Right, therefore, what you have seen, what is now and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. To the angels of the church in Ephesus write, Thus are the words of him who hold the seven stars in his right hand and walk among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name, and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember, the it from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. To the angel of the church in Smyrna, in Smyrna, write, Those are the words of him who is the first and the last 
who died and came to life again. I know your affliction and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know the slender of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution to 10 days. For 10 days, be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit say to the churches. He who overcomes will not be hurt at all by the second death. To the church of Pergamon, to the angel of the church in Pergamon, write, These are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne. Yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me. Even in the day of Antipas, my faith witness who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. You have people there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin by eating food sacrificed to idols and by committing sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent, therefore, otherwise I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcome, I will give some of their heading manna. I will also give him a right stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receive it. We'll be right back. To the church in Terra Tira, to the angel of the church in Terra write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman of Jezebel who calls herself prophetess. By her teaching, she mislead my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her 
on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds. And I will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now, I say to the rest of you, entire to you, who do not hold to her teaching, and you only hold on to what you have until I come. To him who overcome and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nation. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just As I have received authority from my father, I will also give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the church in Sardis. To the angel of the church in Sardis write, Those are the words of him who hold the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthening what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your deed complete in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard, obeyed and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what time I will come to you. Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not sold their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the church in Philadelphia. To the angels of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David, what he opened, no one can shut, and what he shut, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my words and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, that they are not, but are liars. I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test those who live on the earth. 
I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Him who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on him my new name. He who has an heir, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the church of Laodicea. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write. Those are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither not cold, or not hot, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But, but you do not realize that you are rich, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and solve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those who I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I come and here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Just as I overcome and sit down with my father on his throne. He who has an heir, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Okay, believers, you heard it. So, the warning and the reward. I don't know if you, uh, while you listen to the reading, if you meditate on it, the Spirit will let you know and you will spot the reward. So, in each vision that John had, there was a warning to the faith, to the people that sins against God. He warned them to repent. And to the one that follow, he encouraged them to stay in the faith firmly and not give up their faith. And okay. Um, Let's meditate a little on Revelations. Okay. Um, John John see a man 
standing with seven golden lampstand, lampstand and seven star. And he also gives us uh, a description what he means. The seven star are the angels. The seven star are the angels in the seven churches. And the seven churches and the seven lampstands are seven churches. Seven lampstand, seven churches, seven angels, and then seven reward. Because not only he gives seven um, warning, he warned them. And he also compliment them. I know you've been doing this. I know your fate. He also show us that he knew what we've been doing. But at the same time, he has something against us where we lack of. He cannot point that to us. Okay? He point where we lack of faith, where we lack of understanding. He point that. And he said, repent on that. Change that. And the one that change, this is your reward. Okay? Let's start with reward one. The first reward uh, uh, goes to the first uh, church, which is the first church, which is the Ephesus church. Okay? He know what they stand for, but he also said, I know you hate the practice of the Nicolaitan, which I so hate. You hear that? And he said, repent and do those things you did at first. And if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor that you hit the practice of Nicolaitan which Allah so hates did he get a reward no he didn't get a reward there he just got a warning <coughs> but his reward is that he got one thing that Jesus like about him that he hit this practice that he hit. But he said, repeat. And if you repeat, if you gather here to hear the Spirit, what they said to the seven churches, and listen to it, and overcome it. And if you overcome it, this is the reward now. Okay? I will give you the right to eat from the tree of life. That after your repentance. If you overcome it, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life. Okay? And the second church. Smyrna. He said to Smyrna, okay, I understand that. 
I understand that. Who is the first and the last, who died and came to life. Again, I know your affliction. I know your poverty. I know how much you're suffering. How much you struggle to live in this life. I know all that. And I also know the one that you said they are Jews and they are not. But they're in the synagogue of Satan. But do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Hmm. He tells you not to be moved by your suffering. Not to lose faith by your suffering. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison for no reason. All the... All the things will put on you. All the witnesses. And they will put you in prison. But he said, do not be afraid even then. You die for me. You persecuted for me. Be faithful. Even to that point of death. And that's your reward. I will give you the crown of life. That's your reward. I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said to the churches. And you are the churches. Now the third church, Pergamon. He said to Pergamon, You know, I know where you live is where Satan has his throne. Ha! I know where you live is where Satan has his throne. And who is speaking to? Hmm. Yet, you remain true to my name, no? Even though you live along with the devil, you still keep my name alive in your heart. You still believe in me. You did not renounce your faith in me. He praised you for that. And he said, but nevertheless, I have a few things against you. If you repent from those things I have against you, the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balag, to entice the Israelites to sin by eating food sacrificed to idol and by committing sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitan. You see how much he printed out that he hit, that he hold against you? So he said, repent of those. The teaching of Nicolentin, the immorality sex, eating idle food and all that, repent of those things. Otherwise, I will soon come to you and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Now, that's not a reward there. 
if you not repent, he said, I will come. But if you do overcome, this is your reward. Okay? I will give some of the hidden manna to you. I will also give you a white stone and write your name on it. Knowing only to him who receive it. That will know that. That's your reward. Your name will be written in the stone. And he will also give you the hidden manna. So no matter what, you will eat the fruit of heaven. And then the other reward to the church of Tyra Tira. He said, You know, I know your deeds. Your love and faith, your service, your perseverance. You go to church every time. You persevere. You talk about me. You step on it. You doing it. Wherever they call you, you there. I know all that. All that work you did. But nevertheless, I have this against you. Yes, you tolerate that woman of Jezebel in your life. Who calls herself a prophet. You listen to her. By her teaching, she mislead my servants into sexual immorality. Eating of food sacrifices to adults. Those are the sins he rebukes. He cannot warn us. I have given her time to repent in us to repent but if you're not willing to repent so I will cast her on a bed of suffering and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent if you repent this is your reward that you will have Your reward, I will give you authority. Yes, that's your reward. I will give authority over the nation. You will rule them with an iron scepter. He will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give him the morning star. You see how much reward you will have? You will have more reward if you rebuke, if you repent from this sin. You will have more reward than any, than any, than any of the other churches. I will give you authority over the nation. He will rule them with an iron. And then... You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give him the morning star. If you have an ear to listen, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. The other rewards and warning goes to Sardis. I know your deeds. I know your deeds. 
You have a reputation of being alive. You're so alive, but yet you are dead. Wake up, he said. Wake up of your sleep. Wake up of your deadness. Strengthen what remains is about to die. Before you, you really, really gone. Wake up. For I have not found you. Not find you a deed complete in the sight of my father. So you really didn't put nothing. Those are the people that said, I, 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 I'm, I'm in between, you know. I don't believe, I believe, you know. I, no, you can't be like that. That's what he's trying to tell you. You can't be cold and hot. You can't serve Mormon and God, you know. So Jesus warned us. You cannot be like that. You cannot be. It's either you hot, you hot, or you cold, you cold. But you cannot be in between. He said, remember. Therefore, what you have received and heard, obey it and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief. Because time will pass you by. That's what he meant. Time will pass you by. And then he knock you, not even heard. The thief come to your house while you're in deep sleep. And when you're in deep sleep, what happened? It's like you're dead. They can break the house and don't make no much noise. You're in deep sleep. If they're good enough, they go with the stuff. They don't do you nothing. Only when you wake up, you realize your house has been broken, but you're all alone that you're inside of it. But you were sleeping, deadly sleeping. He said, I will come to you. Yet, this is the good thing about the people studies. He said, well, yet, they have some that not dirty their clothes. They still have their clothes intact. They will walk with me dressed in white. For they are worthy. And this is your reward. I will never blot out his name from the book of life. That's your reward. But I will acknowledge his name before my father and his angel. He who has an heir, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The other reward and warning go to Philadelphia. The people of Philadelphia. I know. You know, you're holy and true. You hold the key of David. And also know you have a door that open for you that no one can shut it down. Those are the choosing people he's talking about. You're so choosing. You know? And what he hurts, no one. If you shut it, no one can open it. I know you did too. I know you did. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that. You have little strength. I know that too. Yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, who take your place, you know, they claim to be Jews, 
but there are more those who are in the synagogue setting. They lie about it. And he said, I will make them come and fall down at your feet. All where he said, I will, that's, that's a reward and that's a warning. What you will have if you not, if you not uh, uh, repent. But to the people of Philadelphia, he knew them. I will make them come and fall down to your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. So you see the choosing one. Not just Jesus love you, God love you, all the way to the people of Israel. All the way, the choosing Israel people. The descendant of David, Abraham, Isaac, Joseph. The descendant of Jacob. And he said... I am coming soon. Hold on unto what you have so that no one will take your crown. No matter what, keep going. And if you overcome, that's what he said. If you overcome all that come your way, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. The last one. The last reward and warning to the church in Laodicea. There are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold or hot. I wish you were either one of the other. So because you are lukewarm, see? He talked to you twice, remember? He talked to you twice. The people that... And when you see in the Bible, you see God repeat himself like that. Then you know he wants you to really, really get it. You either cold or hot. Because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. And we don't want that. And he said, I know. You keep saying you're rich, you have wealth, but yet you have nothing. You not realize that you pitiful, you poor, you blind, you naked. You don't even have eyes to see because you're in the dark. And he says, so many times I'm calling you to be buy from me the gold that I already refined in the fire. So you can become rich and clothe you with clothes. Close your shameless and nakedness. 
Open your eyes to see. And he said, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. You see, those who I love, I rebuke and discipline them. To be honest and repent. He wants you to repent. Pick. Be cold or be warm. But just don't be both of them. Just pick where you want to stand. You want to stand with me or you want to stand with my enemies? Pick one. Because all that punishment I'm doing to you that I make happen in your life is because I love you and I want to discipline you. I want you to pick. I want you to choose. And if you overcome, this is your reward. I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Just as I overcome and sit down with my father. Amen. Because you know what Jesus overcome? But he picked no matter what, he keep going. He didn't go here and there, fly here, fly there. Today he's cold, tomorrow he's hot. No, he pressed on. He pressed on even with the cross. He reached a place where he was thirsty. They gave him vinegar to drink. And they shout out on him like he was the criminals that people never seen. But he pressed on. And he said, I reached the final stage and I overcome it all. He wants us to overcome it all. And he said, just as I sit in the throne of my father, you too, you overcome all those. And stay still. Stay still in the words and believe and keep your faith. That will be your reward too. Just as I overcome and sit down with my father on his throne, you will be there too. And if you have an ear to listen, listen what the Spirit says to the churches. Until next time.